Welcome to Student of the Game Podcast, where we help you master the fundamentals, fall in love with practice, and win at the game of life. I'm your host, Brad Knoll. Welcome to the classroom. We're back. Another episode uh, today is special. I am, uh, I'm here with my buddy, Michael Yoder. Uh, Michael, you in the state of Indiana, you, you and probably beyond, you don't need an introduction because uh, in the state <laughs> of Indiana, there are a lot of Yoders, and so many people say that you are the Yoder. So, uh, <laughs> congratulations, like Madonna, Oprah, Prince, and Yoder. <laughs> I don't man. know about all that, man, but it is, and I don't say this lightly. It's an honor to be here, man. I I look at all who have you had on this year already, and it's like, wow, I get to sit in this chair and be on this interview with you. It's, it's a privilege. Well, um, so that the listeners know what we're doing today. Uh, Michael Yoder is the owner of Truthwork Media and, uh, he's actually my podcast coach. He's the, uh, you're like Dr. Dre. You're like the producer <laughs> and, and the artist now today. Um, so I don't, so I don't have those got big, the, uh, dollar bills behind <laughs> my name yet though. So that's, that's the difference. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Well, I've got four coaches and Michael's one of them. He's my podcast coach. Uh, he's, he's a producer. Uh, his company, uh, Truthwork Media, is doing a fantastic job helping me live out a dream of, uh, of just getting my story out there and, and uh, having conversations with people. So thank you for the work. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to dive into your business a little bit. I want people to know who you are and uh, what you're doing for me. Um, but why don't, why don't we start with uh, introducing you? So uh, how did you get to where you are today? Michael Yoder, take it away. Wow. How far back do you want to go, Brad? Uh, so relationships win. Uh, that's that's a big motto for you, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's been a big motto for me my entire life as well. I, I started my vocational career, you can say, doing uh, ministry. I was doing youth ministry. I went to Bethel University, was college then, got my degree in ministry there, and I started working with people. And through that, I, long story short, ended up back at Bethel. And I started a podcast with a doctor there, Dr. Terry Linhart. We had our own show for four or five years. And through that process, I started being approached by people. This was before podcasting was even a thing, really. And they were like, how do you do this? Could you teach me how to do this? And then I had a gumption, uh, an act of courage or stupidity, one or the other, to quit Yeah, quit Both. my full-time job and just be like, hey, let's start a podcast company. I don't know what I'm doing, but we're going to do it. And uh, that was seven years ago. I have my master's in ministry, and I had to learn on the spot what it was like to build a business. I mean, that's like true entrepreneurship, right? It's like you jump off a cliff and you figure out how to fly mm-hmm. on the way down. That, that's, exactly, that's exactly how this has been. So that, that's the long and short of it, man. Just that's awesome. I was working with people my entire life, and then through this whole process, still working with people. That's the core, one of our core values at Truthwork Media is people and helping them share their story. People, hope, and team. I saw that. That's uh, that's great. That, yeah. That's, Look at you. Come on. I, I if I'm uh, if I'm interviewing the goat, I got to know a little bit about you uh, and, <laughs> and what you're doing. So so funny story. Uh, this is this is kind of um, this may shock the listeners right now, but Michael's dad. Chris and my dad, Doug, were business partners at my grandfather's real estate business in Bern, Indiana. And I remember Michael and his sister and your mom and everybody, we were at the auctions together as little kids, you know, all the, all the auctions. And, uh, and obviously, you know, our, our, uh, our lives went in different directions, but when it came back to this, you know, the stars aligned and it only, it only made sense that, uh, 
you know, we, we partner in, in this project. So, so thank you for that. And that's a, that's a little behind the scenes, but anyway, masters in ministry. Yeah, man. I, f- I feel like our, I feel like owning a small business every day is a ministry. Hey, yeah, it, it needs a lot of grace and I need to give grace to people. I need grace given to myself. That is, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's business is wild. Business is absolutely wild. It is. It is. Um, well, we can we can share some more uh, remember wins, but uh, but let's get into to your business a little bit. So, in this podcast, we like to master the fundamentals. We like to fall in love with practice, and we like to win at the game of life. And uh, before we get started, I just want to share with the listeners. You know, Michael, you were in you were in my corner for a, probably about a year before we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. I came to you, and, and we had some conversations, and uh, I didn't pull the trigger. You know, I was gun shy. You know, I, I, I was that, I was that guy. And, you know, if you're listening right now and, and you're that person that says, you know, I've got too much on my plate, I, I'll, I'll put it off. I'll put it off. I'll put it off. Don't put a stop. I mean, you're telling yourself a lie. You know, if, if, if something's on your heart, if it's on your mind, you're supposed to do it. You know, and for me, it was, it was, oh, I'll, I'll get to it. Or oh, our, our business has grown or, oh, we're hiring people or, oh, we're, you know, we need some more business right now to do this. And, um, and I'll, I'll just tell you, these last you know six months of doing this podcast has has really been eye opening for me. So, master the fundamentals. What's the fundamentals of podcasting in your business? It's kind of what I mean. You touched on a little bit. I I was thinking about this question. I've been thinking about it actually a lot since you ask people all the time. And I think probably the biggest one for me and my business and just life is is showing up. So the biggest in general, fundamental that I could think of is mm. showing up. Seth Rogen just had this interview. Seth is an actor. And he said, if you don't quit, you might make it. And then he goes on to say, if you quit, you definitely won't make it. And then he says something along the lines of, out of all the actors and friends that he has, the only common denominator that he could identify with people that have made it, have been successful, is that they continue to show up. And I'm I'm sitting here and like this that's that's one of the best and only fundamentals that I can bring in life, and I kind of broke this down into the three things: I show up for my business, my family, and for my friends. And my business is easy; that, that's the easy one. Like I, it's just nonstop. Every day I'm waking up, I'm 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 showing up. So I'm responding to emails fast. I'm not letting things slide. I'm being there for the people that work with me. I'm being there for our clients. It's, it's the easy thing. There, there is no off button. You, you know, this as a business owner, um, that's to me that, that just comes naturally. Uh, it's, I remember my first day on, on truth work media on by myself, I went to a coffee shop and I was like, well, I guess I need to get a website together. So I learned how to make a website. And from that day, seven years ago, I've been showing up almost every single day since then. Obviously, we take, we take time to ourselves, but there's just, there's just no off. The second one I'm learning to do better is showing up for my family. Just had a kid, uh, first kid. You know, Showing up looks yeah. differently now. I try to learn what it means to be a father. I mean, I'll take all the advice I can get, Brad. I, I see you and I, I, I envy is probably not the right word. I want to emulate um, I, I feel like you're a very good father from the outside looking in and, um, the way you engage with your kids, it's awesome. And for me, I want to show up for my family. So I think what that looks like is playing with my son, Max, putting the phone away mm-hmm. when I wake up, when I, when I go to bed, you just being present, um, not only for Max, but also for my wife, Lindsay, it's just, just showing up. And then probably this like third leg that 
used to come really natural for me because I love people, but it's becoming harder and harder as I age showing up for my friends. And I, I would love to ask you as a, as a father, as a parent, as a business owner, Brad, like how do you show up for your friends? The only thing that I could think of is just showing up literally when you're invited, doing your best to be like physically. Uh, but man, I, I tell you what, dude, when you're, you're in your thirties, your forties, you have a family, like that's, that's hard. How, how do you show up for your kids? Or I'm sorry, how do you show up for your friends, Brad? Uh, so, uh, we've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast is there's a business owner, um, who, who will be on this podcast named Bob Bodine and a uh, great, mm-hmm. great author, uh, wrote several books. Two chairs is one of them. And the, um, the power of who was another one in the power of who he talks about, you know, everything you need is right underneath your feet. Every, everything you need will come to you through your relationships. And so he mentioned something that he does with his company. Um, he has an employment agency and, and on Fridays, they shut down at noon. Um, they don't shut down work. They just shut down their, their business, but they call it friendship Fridays and they check in and they check in with their friends. And Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is they just, they carve out time. You know, they're intentional about it and they carve out time and just check in. Hey, can I do anything for you? What are you going through? Do you need anything? And so I, I think you, you answered it you know, with, with how you described your core values, like how do you show up for them? Well, that's that the answer is in the question. You just show up, you know, and it's, and it's nothing extra, right? It's you, you've actually impressed me with this. The, the amount of times that you'll send me a text or something like I'll, I'll mention something and you'll follow up maybe a day or two later. It's impressive. I, um, I think it was last night, actually, you posted a screenshot of your text message with your daughter on Instagram, but you had 84, I don't know if you know, so you had 84 text messages uh, that were unread. I'm like, this dude has to text all the time, but it's impressive. It's a superpower, honestly, to be able to stay in constant communication while being where your feet are is, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really impressive. We're, uh, this, this conversation can go wherever it needs to go, but, um, it's reminding me of some things that, you know, I learned, you know, one of the things that my wife and I uh, learned several years ago was, you know, to have a one word mission statement, yeah. right. Or, or word of the year. And, and I, I will, I will forever be grateful for, um, you know, the people that have spoke that into our lives. And, and so uh, it's, it's funny. It, it's maybe even uncanny how, when you have a word of the year and you're really serious about it, really serious about it. And then you go to the next year and you have another word, the word you had last year doesn't leave you. You know, it, it kind of stays over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see strength over here a little bit. That was my word this year. So I have it everywhere, strength. And it's been a hard year. And uh, there was a year that, the, that my word was present. I wanted to be present. And even to this day, you know, I'm not, I'm not the greatest at it. I'm, I'm not sitting here saying I'm the best, but even to this day, I know I'm, I'm a lot better than what I used to be. You know, when I'm with somebody, they're the most important person in my life. One of my, um, actually my last boss and hopefully last boss I'll ever have outside of my wife, the, uh, he always said, he always mentioned that when someone walks into his office, he closes the laptop, puts his phone down and he is given the full attention of that person. Hey, it's so hard Mm -hmm. until you start the practice, right? Cause it, there's so many distractions, man. Like I, I'm even now as we're talking and 
like, okay, mm-hmm. I have it. I have an appointment here in 25 minutes. I have X, Y, and Z that do the rest of the day. Um, who's watching Max this afternoon? What's going on? And the ability to be present, I think in today's society, especially is just, I think that's what separates good from great, right? It, it's really when you're with someone and you can tell that they care about you, there's something different that happens. And I, I think that's hopefully what we offer at TruthWork uh, is what I try to just instill in the people that get to work with us is, hey, we are going to work for the people we work with. We're going to work with them. We're, we're going to give them our full attention. We're going to give them everything we have when we're, when we're with them. I don't know how you guys do it. Like, I feel like you have like 175 people that work for you with, with all the things, all the reminders you guys help us with. I mean, you, you have to be in this space right now where you're working with podcasters that probably isn't their full-time job and they have a full-time job and you have to be that gentle nudge, that gentle reminder of like, Hey, we need this episode. Hey, you need this post. Hey, you need to do this. And so I just want to thank you for that. I look at, um, I'm going to add a, a fundamental if, if you don't mind. So I love these. I love that you said showing up because one of the things that you taught me very early on was consistency, which is a, which is a, essentially the same word. And I asked you a question right right away. I said, uh, I'll, "I'll never forget." I was like, "Hey, how how is this podcast going to fail?" And you just said, "Most podcasts fail because of lack of consistency," which which is showing up. So I look at that as a fundamental. Another fundamental I've heard you talk about a lot. I don't even know if this is a fundamental or if this is just you know kind of uh, the thesis of, of podcasting is storytelling. Talk to me about storytelling a little bit because I know you're a big fan of it. Of course. Well, what is storytelling? What is storytelling? I think it's a way of effectively communicating, in my opinion, probably the best way of communicating, whether it be a point or just in conversation. You look at all the most effective communicators in the world, in my opinion, they're really good at telling stories all the way from like, I mean, Jesus himself. He spoke in parables. Parables are just stories. Mm -hmm. And so when you can speak in stories, you immediately give someone else an opportunity to step into a different scenario or your shoes and they can see the situation in a new light. So when I talk about when I was getting ready to quit my job, I was at my computer typing up a resignation email and I'm pacing back and forth in my office and I'm scared to death because I'm getting ready to quit. I'm inviting people in and I'm giving them a glimpse of what it looks like on the inside. And I think at its core, storytelling just does that. It invites people in to a whole new experience. And that's, it's powerful. It's transformative. It's, um, it's vulnerable. And I, and I think that's why it works. Well, I, I've, I've tried podcasting is hard, right? I mean, anything, any, any, anything you put yourself out there is hard. And, and what I've seen is, I've seen some, I've seen some great feedback, by the way, um, which has less to do with me and more to do with, you know, the guests that I have and your coaching, but storytelling is, is almost a two way street. You know, I have, I have to be able to tell my story, but at the end of the day, I have to be able to allow somebody else to tell their story. And what's funny about this is I, I think, um, every guest, but one, uh, and I won't name names, but every guest, but one when I asked them to be on the podcast, they literally said, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I don't even know what I have to share. And it's, it's, it's amazing to, to like, if you're listening right now and you're probably that person, you're, you're probably the person driving in your car, walking your dog, whatever you're doing. And you're thinking to yourself, yeah, I don't have a story. I couldn't be a guest on a podcast. That is baloney. I started this entire company. I started Truthwork Media 
our our motto was everyone has a story yours needs a podcast that's what it was when we first started it's since changed but that's what it was at its core and that's still what i believe is every single person has a story and it needs to be shared i mean that's to be human is to have a story and so that is a lie that you don't have something it, at the end of the day what you're saying is you don't have anything of value and i just don't inherently believe that in general everyone has something for one another and and i'll i'll give some tough love here if you don't feel like you have a story then go build one let's go like, get get right let's go. get off your butt and let's go <laughs> let's build something and and we're at we're at this point of the year where people are talking about resolutions they're talking about goals you know what, what's your vision what's your vision for your life like what are, what are you willing to wake up and work hard for you know and uh, and have a little purpose you know and and none of our stories are done like that's the cool part is you know where i where i find my hope uh outside of my faith is is i feel like tomorrow is going to be better than today you know and so and so let's let's go build that story so so master the fundamentals in my in my eyes from what you're saying is is it's consistency and it's storytelling yeah that i would say those are those are two big fundamentals for me and uh i can kind of <laughs> i can kind of gauge where i am in my life uh with how well i'm doing with both of those that's awesome. Well, first of all, uh, I want to go back to the point that to get you on this side of the microphone is amazing. So <laughs> thanks. I, well, I, I'm sitting here. It's doing, it, it takes a lot for me not to actively interview you. So I'm trying my best to just sit here and uh, just, just let it ride. Cause uh, yeah, it's, it is hey. different being on this side of the microphone. I want to ask you questions, but that's part of, that's part of good conversation in general, man. It's just, this should be a back yeah. and forth anyway. If you have questions, uh, I'm an open book, so we can get to that. But let's talk about falling in love with practice. So um, podcasting, it looks sexy on the outside. Yep. There's a microphone. My voice sounds better than it does in real life. <laughs> you know, we're putting some reels together. We're putting some, some, uh, some marketing assets together, and, and you guys are doing a great job with that. But, but what's, all the, what's all the dirt behind it? What's, what's all the, like, what's, what does it take to do a podcast? So I'm going to ask you a question on two different levels. Great. One... What is what is all the behind the scenes thing in owning Truthwork Media? Like, what do you help? What do you and your team have to do to get some schmuck like me on air, recorded, and keep it consistent? What do you guys have to do? There's a lot, and I think it starts with, and you weren't that hard to convince of this, but belief in self, belief in your story. So you have something of value to bring. That's that's like step one. We've talked on this. We touched on this, like core. If you don't think you have something to bring or that you're able to kind of pull that up others, that's going to be an uphill battle. Second thing that we we try to instill in others, and you are just really good at this, Brad, is active listening. Like that's just part of more of the coaching side is if you're able to active listen and you're able to fully be present, this is going to be easier. This this exchange of communication is going to be easier. But on the back end, I want to be very clear and hopefully I say this on every show I'm on. I am nothing without my team. It's I, I truly mean that truth work media is nothing without my team. <laughs> I don't even know where to start, man. It's from it's ideal world. We work with people and they've recorded content a month in advance and that's as simple as logging into something like Squadcast that we're recording on now and they're pressing record and they record three episodes they're done for the month we take that and we produce it from audio video perspective we make shorts we make clips we put it on youtube we help build out the audio but that's not what happened 
uh, typically. What happens a lot of times um, is, for example, last night at 10 o'clock, someone emailed us and said, hey, we have a title change on a video that goes out tomorrow. Well, that's problematic because what a lot of people don't know is a title change takes about five hours to change. Seems simple. And so when you have that times 50, 60, it becomes problematic. So what my role becomes right now is how are we implementing systems in a way that makes our clients successful? And what that looks like is how are we putting in systems where everything is done a month, two weeks in advance where content can go out consistently over time? Because that's that's our goal with all of our clients is what's going to win in this world in the podcasting world and marketing to get your face is just consistency over time. In order to do that, you got to remove hurdles. You got to remove hurdles that that barrier to entry. What are the things that are holding you up from recording? What are that are holding us up from getting stuff out on time? We got to have a system in place to make sure those go through. So on the back end, man, it's everything from shooting Brad a text or an email. Hey, man, uh, we need content. Or, hey, man, still haven't given that thing a title uh, that we've talked about five times. But it's just being persistent. And it really is showing up on behalf and for your clients. And there's a there's a weird dichotomy. It's um, we can't have more ownership over this than you do. But we can be equal partners in this, right? Like we can care about this so just as much as you do. And when that thing, so when that marriage happens, it really, it really breeds success. That's a lot. I just, I just, I think you answered that. No, I, no, you answered that for both. You, you answered it from your side, but I, but I think, you know, that's, that's, that's what winning looks like, right? Like that's all the, the, the day-to-day stuff that you guys do as a team. But you also talked about like the behind the scenes, you almost talked about, you know, my real life. I think you, I think you did actually, these examples of emailing you late at night and you reminding me like it's, it's life and, and you guys do a great job of that. And you don't, you don't make me feel guilty for it though, too. Like, and, and that's, that's that grace part you were talking about at the beginning. You, you hope you have that you do because it would, you know, it would look different from another podcast studio where it's like, well, if you just don't get this to us, then we're just not going to do it. And I'm sure those, those are some conversations you have to have at some point you run in a business, but talk, talk to the people out there right now that, you know, have maybe think, have, have thought about putting some content out there, whether it's a podcast or whether it's, you know, yeah. j- just video or put, putting themselves out there. Cause I got to imagine, you know, getting somebody in front of a microphone, you know, again, once, once they get past the point that they do have a story, it needs to be told. Um, how do you, how do you encourage people to, to actually get out there? That's a good question. The, the number one thing that I always say is just, and it's like very Nike-ish, right? It's just do it. Like, rip the bandaid off and do it. There's not a better time in the history mm-hmm of our planet, in our species, in our existence to create content and then be found on the internet. And if you're not doing that to some capacity, you're missing out on the best thing you can be doing for your business, for your brand. It, there's just, there's no greater time to be producing content than right now. And so it's, it's getting people to buy into that and then just getting over. Donald Miller wrote an article about how um, conceited people don't self-promote. And it's just, uh, it's just getting over that barrier of that self-doubt that like, hey, I shouldn't put this out there. Get over yourself. Put it out there. It's going to suck uh, probably at first. It's okay. doesn't matter. You're going to get better. It's, it's like anything else in life. I suck less on episode 16 than I did on episode one. So you do. sorry, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even air episode one. 
We did. Yeah, you're right. We, yeah, we, we, we threw that away. That's that again. That's what some people, yeah, these are the behind the scenes things that you never know. I recorded the first episode with Abby. I mm-hmm. sucked. Abby was great. And Michael's like, Hey, so what'd you think about that? And I'm like, uh, okay, we can do it again. <laughs> so, so that, that's the cool part, right? Because you said something that's really important, right? You, you, you talked about, you know, get out there and just do it. I, I tell, I tell our team when, when you don't reach out and engage with your clients, that's the most selfish thing you can do because what happens is, you know, if you have clients out there right now, what you're telling yourself, the story you're telling yourself is, ah, they don't want to hear from me. They're busy. You know, I don't know what I, I don't know what value I can add to them. You think you're doing that to protect the other person. That's actually the most selfish act there is. You are not reaching out and checking in on somebody. It's because of how you think you sound, how you're going to be perceived. And, and I think, and I don't know why I even got on this topic, but it just reminded me of like, that's that part of showing up and taking action. Why do I remind, why do I remember things and send you a text message? Because I care about you and I want to deepen a relationship and I know relationships win. And at the end of the day, I think right now, as we head into the new year, we have to, we have to understand, go set a big goal, something that kind of scares you a little bit. And then realize there's people in your life that you're going to need to help accomplish that. But something, but something almost on the other side of that is there are people that need you to accomplish their goal. And I think that's the coolest thing in the world. If I can, my, my life mission is to help others win. If I can help other people win, if I can help you, the listener win, I want to do that. Michael, I want to help you win. I want to help Truth Work Media win. You practice what you preach in that, man. Like the number of people you've introduced me to, uh, like, hey, you need to meet Michael Yoder. He does X, Y, and Z. You need to, you know, like you do that. You, you, so for the listeners out there, Brad's not just full of it. He actually walks and practices what he talks about on the podcast. And I, I know people and myself, I am, I'm very grateful for that. Well, uh, I, I think that there's, there's a life to be lived out there that's, it's very rich when, when we have relationships that we can count on. So relationships do win. Time out. Student of the Game is brought to you by Knoll Team Real Estate. Our mission is to eradicate mediocre real estate transactions. On your largest financial purchase, you shouldn't have to deal with average. We do this by helping you save time, reduce your stress, and helping you keep as much money in your pocket as we can. You can help us out by introducing us to your friends or family who want to make confident real estate decisions, whether buying, selling, building, or investing. At Knoll Team Real Estate, we are connected to a group of realtors who sell one in every eight homes in North America. If you know someone moving out of your area, there's a great chance we can connect them to somebody we know, like, and trust. Remember, relationships win. Now back to the show. Okay. I, I don't want to go too much further without understanding what winning looks like for you. Uh, so we're going to get to that here in just a second. Um, but I, I do have a, a question real quick that this, this is showing up more and more. Talk about AI a little bit in, in your space and, and like, what, what is that? What do people need to know about AI? I mean, it, it's, it's into the real yeah. estate space a little bit, you know, it's into the, you know, digital creation. I mean, what, what's your take on it? My take on AI, uh, it's been around for years, so this is nothing new, but it just recently became like hot topic. So ChatGTP uh, has recently exploded. We use this daily. I use ChatGTP daily. And I would say if you're not using 
chat GTP or AI services, you're falling behind in business. And you might be thinking, what can you use it for? Well, anything. And it's just, you're basically limited to your imagination. I help it compose emails for me. I help it rephrase things for me. I help it make articles, anything. You can literally have it do anything. It's really good at manipulating texts that already exist. So that's that's something to note. So say you have an email thread and you don't know how you want to respond to it, copy and paste it right in the chat GTP. Say, hey, I need to respond in a sympathetic but firm way. And it will just populate a way to do that. It's um, the way we use it in the podcast world. Everything from finding through threads and narratives throughout um, scripts to show notes to pull quotes to everything. It it really, again, it's giving it content and then asking it to manipulate that content. You can also use it in the real estate world or just in general to so, Brad, I don't even know if we've talked about this. You can, what do I want to be talking about in the real estate world? So, I have, you could go to the chat GTP right now and say, hey, I have a podcast that specifically focuses on real estate. I know this show isn't specifically about real estate, but you could say something like that. What are the top 10 trending topics on that? And it's going to go one through 10. You can say, expound on number one, give me an intro, give me a body, and give me a conclusion example. And it will do that. It will give, here's an intro to the episode. Here's a body with four or five bullet points. Here's your conclusion. Easy. You have a podcast. Now you just got to go make it. So it's, um, I, I'm really geeked on AI. It, it's, it is transforming the way people work. I, I think a lot of people are afraid of it, that it's going to take jobs. And I, I know McKenna, who works with us, I always tell her that AI is not going to replace her job. It's going to enhance people's jobs that are good with it. And that's that's exactly what it does. It assists people that are already good at what they do to be better at what It's funny you bring that up. Um, uh, my cousin, uh, one, of my, one of my cousins is a doctor. And uh, listening to him talk one time, he's like, you know, it's, I just like to, I like to go in and lighten the mood with, uh, with some of my patients. And, and he works with kids and he goes in uh, with, a, with a family uh, to something pretty, pretty severe and, and walks in and they ask him a question and he's like, I don't know. That's a good question. Let me Google that. So he, so in front of them, he Googles the question and then it populates, you know, a response, right? It's, it's the whole like, you know, WebMD. Or oh whatever. yeah. And he did that for show to like, let them know like, Hey, let's, let's lighten the mood a little bit. But what he told him is he goes, here's the difference. I have 20 years experience and a medical degree that when I read what Google says, it means something different to me than it does to you. And that's a very similar, I think, attitude with AI, in my opinion, right? AI is not replacing humans. It's going to replace humans that suck at what they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, and so I, th- I think the whole goal of this is, hey, go be better, right? Go be the best you can be and then use this as Absolutely. a tool. Um, wh- the reason I asked you this question is because one of, one of the the underlying truths that we know is fundamentals will never change. The strategies and the tactics that we use every single year will change, right? And so the fundamentals won't change the strategies and tactics. AI is a strategy or it's a tactic to win in business and, uh, and, and to use it. And, and so I'll just, I'll be honest and say this. I, could I do this podcast by myself with AI? Possibly. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't want to go alone because I want to go really far. 
And, and I want to take this somewhere that I don't know how to do that. And your team is helping with so many things that AI is not even scratching the surface. It's a tactic. It's a strategy. It's not the fundamental. And so you guys have, have done a great job uh, helping us get to here. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Winning at the game of life. What does winning look like for Truthwork Media and specifically Yoder? Probably, probably two things. Uh, winning at the game of life is, for me, I want to have this, I hate, this sounds like a platitude. It's not, it's, well, I don't know if it is or not, but whatever. An attitude of gratitude. There's a lot of studies have been done on this. And a couple things. The ability to not let things upset you, I think, is a superpower. Like an absolute superpower. Mm. Someone cuts you off in traffic or your coffee isn't right or someone looked at you or talked to you the wrong way and check out. The ability to not let that bother you is a superpower. I read something the other day that it just blew my mind. Never contribute to malice, but you can contribute to incompetence. And, and I think what that's saying is if you can look at everyone and think they're giving and doing the best they can, that's going to transform your life. And I want to speak to just me. It's going to transform my life. I'm reading a book called The Art of Possibility, and it's, um, it's about two Harvard professors, and they, they start class by giving everyone an A, and the students have to write about why they received this A, but it's dated you know, in the future. And what they found is by themselves giving themselves the permission to live into that, that that's who they become. And I, and I think for me, winning in life looks a lot like that is like just having the ability to give everyone a, as, as corny as that sounds, is to treat every conversation and every interaction like everyone's doing their best. And the other thing I would say is winning in life looks for me is the people that I love know they're loved. And at the end of the day, man, that's what we do, Brad. Like we have everything we ever want in life. You and I, we're, we're very fortunate people. And um, what we do is not that serious at the end of the day. I, it's important, but it's not that serious. I help people make podcasts. You help people get houses. The housing is fundamental to life. I understand that. But at the end of the day, it's it's fleeting, right? And I want the people that I love to know that they're loved and that, that looks like Max and my wife and my family and my friends. And if they know that and they're loved and they're cared for, to me, I, I've won and I, I've done, I've done everything that I, I feel like I need wow. to do. You're inspiring me. I'm, I'm going to go do something big today. Uh, this, is, this has been a great conversation. And I, I want to go back to uh, something. First of all, if, if, uh, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, reach out to Michael, reach out to his team. You need to do that because let me, let me tell you why. Because we just don't talk about success in, in terms of earthly success. We talk about what, what does winning look like? And I remember early on, they asked me, what does winning look like for me? What's, what are my goals with this podcast? And I didn't know, right? I, I didn't know. It's like, what, what should my goals be? Million downloads? Be Ed Milet? You know, be Joe Rook? Be, like, what should my goals be? And so you forced me to think about that. And uh, Coach Kaufman, we had Coach Kaufman on here, and he talked about you know, being on the podcast was forced reflection. You know, there was, there was time for him that he needed to prepare for the podcast. And so there was forced reflection. We all need forced reflection. And what you did for me is you forced me to reflect on why am I even doing this? You know, and, and I know I just asked you the question about what, what does winning look like for you, but I'm going to answer it for me as well as it relates to this podcast, because you challenged me with that. 
And for me, winning was, I want to introduce my kids to awesome people and I want it recorded. So they may not be in the mood Mm -hmm. to listen to it today, but for the rest of my life, it's recorded. There's content that's out there with people that I know, like, and trust that I want them to learn from. Okay. That's, that's number one. Number two, I want to learn to be a great communicator. And, and you said it, you know, in order to be a great communicator, you got to be an active listener. And so that is, that is a muscle that I want to continue to work out. And the third one is, you know, obviously the platform for our, for our companies, for our real estate business, for Lindsay's interior business, you know, for, for some things that we have in the works that we'll maybe, maybe unveil next year. But um, those, those were my goals. It was never about the downloads. It was never about the, the likes and the follows and, you know, this and that. And, and what's cool is that stuff's happened, but I'm going to, I'm going to say this on my show because of how you handled winning for me, I can tell, you know, what winning for you is. And, and I think that that is to be commended. So keep up the good work. Uh, keep fighting a good fight. I know every single day is difficult and challenging, but um, you're really doing work that matters. And I, and I really appreciate that. So uh, as we wrap up, you know how we do this. Uh, you know, the kids are saying, give them their flowers. Uh, who is somebody who's been instrumental and very impactful in your life, whether it's a professor, a teacher, a boss, a family member, who's somebody that you want to send some virtual flowers to today that's helped you get to where you are? Yeah, I, I got to say, um, probably just my parents. Um, from a young age, they they inspired me that anything I wanted to do, like I had the freedom to do that. Not that I could do that, but they encouraged me to try. And I think from that, man, just like my curiosity and being able to try starting a business. And I got to watch them do that and watch them live through that. And um, without them, I wouldn't, even, <laughs> wouldn't be who I am. Dude, that's awesome. Thank you for being a guest today. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for getting on this side of the microphone. Um, My my nerves are almost calmed down now that I'm interviewing you. (laughs) This this has been big for me, but I want to finish and close this year out. Before we head into the next season, I wanted people to know, I wanted them to know the behind the scenes of of you and I. Like uh, Our dads were business partners. Your dad took over my grandfather's business. Uh, We've known each other for a long time. And um, and, and you really helped me get across that threshold of, uh, of putting this thing together called a podcast. And uh, it, it's been a year in the making and people need to understand, like if you, have, if you have a goal right now, if you have something that you're thinking about doing, just do it, right? Just do it. Just go out and do it. So we just want to leave you with some hope uh, for this year. Any, any final words? No, man. Just uh, thanks for having me on. This has been awesome. Truth Work Media. Look them up, hire them, go create some content. There's never been a better time. You have a story. It needs to be told. And the best advice I've ever gotten as it relates to storytelling is go be the person that your younger self needed. And, uh, and you can tell some great stories. Michael, thank you. See you, Brad. All right, that's a wrap. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to Student of the Game podcast. Whatever game you are playing, I'm cheering for you. See you in the next class.